I'm looking at um another option for us. What's that? It's another um platform for live streaming, but they have a few different more features. And it's what, about- is it too big for StreamYard now? What's the extra features? Hose. Hose. Let's go for it. <laughs> Give me that hose. Um I mean I'm 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 all for I don't know if they have a trial period or we could take Yeah, a they got a thirty day trial period. Yeah, let's take a look at it and see what it looks like if it's something that we like and say if it knocks our socks off. <laughs> this is just knocking my socks off. Calm down, Mr. Perez. <laughs> who who wants I can't to my it? socks are knocked off. I can't find my socks. They're under the bed, I think. I got, Give I this man a sock. Socks back, please. They've been knocked off. Put his Thames back on. Socks have been knocked. This is a new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's another episode of Decoding 40, your favorite podcast and mine. I'm your host this week, Vincent Perez, and I am uh, joined here by my main mans. This is your boy, L.O. a.k.a. Happy Feelings Everywhere. This is Alaric. Yo, what's up, fellas, man? How's your guys doing uh, today? And uh, what's going on? Oh, you went real New York today. Okay. Uh, um, Scott, how you guys? How you fucking doing you over going? here? I got Listen, I got a chicken parmesan. Right? <laughs> a little chicken parmesan. I throw a little sauce or a little cheese on it. You know what I say? Give myself a heart attack. Eh? Nice, nice, going? nice. Um, had a great weekend. Had an actually great week. This weekend uh, was out in Jersey and celebrated my cousin's 60th birthday party. On God, she is like 60 where? As her uh, son-in-law said, black don't crack and beige don't age. And she is literally living up to that. We had an amazing time, man. It, it's always great to see family. And generally, her around her birthday, I think, is typically when she throws this barbecue. But mm-hmm. this time, it was specifically for her birthday. And it's sort of like a family reunion because a lot of family that you don't see throughout the year or even a couple of years. And we haven't seen each other. A lot of a lot of people I haven't seen in, a, in several years because of COVID and just we just haven't been around one another. So great, great, great time. The food was amazing. My cousin Reggie broke out some cigars. The drinks were flowing. It, it was it was perfect. It was a perfect afternoon and evening. Once again, happy birthday, Valerie. Uh, thanks again for inviting us. Uh, Brandy and Reggie, you guys did an amazing job. So that was that. You look um, like you had a good fucking time up there. I was looking at your IG over there. You're taking pictures, you know. You got, yeah, yeah. It was like I kind of doing dances. So, yeah, it was. And it's for the first time I did one of those, uh, you remember, the, you know, the uh, 360 cameras? Yeah, I saw you. The, the, yeah, that was the first like time I did that. A lot of fun. fun. Yeah. Um, I should have grabbed, we got my aunt who's probably like 86, 87 at this point to get up there with her sister. Um, I should have grabbed that video. No electric slide or nothing? Ironically, there was not a lot of dancing at this party. Like a lot of people were just like chilling and relaxing and eating and drinking. And it just, it was just a very cool mellow vibe. And they were trying to get people to dance at one point, but it was just like. Nah, let's let's just be. <laughs> We're fifty and sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But um, it was yeah, right. it was a good time. It was a good time. 
moving on, uh, respectfully, I wanted to give a shout out to Chocolate Za, who was actually in Jersey. Coincidentally, I was not looking for her. I just happened to know that she was in Jersey based on her stories. But she reposted and liked the uh, clip that we put up that was about her and just having some fun with her story. So very nice of her uh, to do that. And um, I would say I would be looking for more of her content, but it's pretty explicit. Yeah. So uh, I won't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I will not say it. However, for those of you so inclined, Chocolate Zah, just Google her. She's pretty crazy out here in the streets. Free Chocolate Zah. I wonder, are they just Free looking for in, in Newark? Are they looking for in other parts of Jersey? Is this a... I think street? just Newark. All points Bolton. She's, <laughs> she's out in these streets because she was in Newark last week, so... Okay. She's like, fuck your warrants, nigga. Yeah. Which still is amazing, me, amazing to me that the guy is not being sought by the police. No. No. Nobody knows his name. He was the victim. Nobody cares. Right. He was the victim. He was the victim. He was, <laughs> was he, he was, though? It was at gunpoint. <laughs> I mean, isn't he the true facilitator of this quote unquote crime? I mean, his dick it's was 50 50. Exposed. Right. 50, That's what I'm 50. saying. Right. She was fully dressed. Yes. Doesn't matter. She just happened she was to slip. The lewd act. She just happened to fall down. But it's is 50 50. Wait, is the lewd It's a 50 50. It should be a 50 50. I don't know. Did they charge this guy or not? We don't know. No, there's there's, there's been no reporting was just a witness. about him or like I said, I was just walking down the block and <laughs> freeze. <laughs> Nobody move. Uh, anyway, I don't know. But shout out to her for um reposting the show. I didn't check, but I'm sure our numbers went up in Newark, as uh you said, Vin. So mm-hmm. and other than that, I really don't have um a check in. I just wanted to say, you know, this weekend made me not made me realize, but reinforced the idea of the importance of family. And, you know, you guys will hear Rick's story, but it was on, it was weird because I was thinking about how such a great life I've been blessed to have and and have love poured into me yeah. and reciprocated. It is a wonderful experience. And, you know, having gone through everything that I've gone through personally and still be on the other side of so much turmoil and just be able to appreciate life the way that it is, it's a beautiful thing. And I thank my family, I thank my friends for being lights in my life and 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 showing me love and comfort and support when I need it. And I hope I've been able to do the same when it was needed. So um, you're welcome, nigga. You're welcome. <laughs> Let me be a light in your life. Shining, nigga. Like, because I be shining on niggas, son. That's what I do. He so, says, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, son. <laughs> That's a Two real blessing. Down, it's a real blessing because everybody doesn't get that. Yeah, exactly. I'll go next. What's going on? The uh, electrical work in my house is pretty much done. Nice. The only thing now is that I have all these holes in my wall. Like all of a sudden I, you know, <laughs> woke up one day and had the power of laser beams coming out of my eyeballs <laughs> and didn't know how to fuck with it. Like it was like, oh, shit, there's holes everywhere. Right. So now I got to pass the shit nice. up. You know, I just straight up laser beam. Are you doing the patching yourself? Yes. Um, wow. So uh, I'm. It's are you that's what I'm, are you handy with sheetrock? I'm handy in general. So uh, with sheetrock, I'll. I'll I mean, be able it, to handle it. we're talking about sheetrock, like breaking down the wall and then sheetrocking, or, or is it small? Oh, I'm assuming patch, it's large walls. Patching. Oh, well, you're just patching. 
no, there's there's going to be parts of the wall. I'm going to have to hang the ceiling in the um in basement. I'm going to need help for that. But um, everything else, uh, I'm I'm traveling for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> respectfully, in case you call. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, are you good with she rock? I am not. So I'm just okay. putting that out okay. there too. Snake was like, I can come over there and watch. watch <laughs> I could drink I, a beer while you I could drink while you do that shit. Like if you need me to put my hand on something, I'm I an amazing supervisor though. Snake is like, I'll yeah, put you. that over there. I'll tell you if it's crooked. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, nah. So I, uh, I got. I'm gonna start at least cutting. The whole the the damage where well, the damage is that I have to cut into a square. So I'm gonna start right. at least doing that. Okay. And then after that, um, I have shims and things of that nature that I can start. And I've been watching videos. And then at the very least, start putting filling in the holes with various sizes of the sheetrock, right? Or if anything else, I have plaster. So stuff that I have to plaster, I have to plaster. But how many holes are we talking about in the house right now? Probably about I'd say 30, 40. Damn. But they're oh, ranging in size. Project, they're not... ranging in size. It's not like they're huge holes. It's like some of them are very small holes. So that's but, twelve by twelve, or are we talking very even smaller? Tedious. Than that? Uh, smaller than that. Oh, okay. A lot of that stuff. So that is filled in. Plastering. Yeah, it's going to be filled in. Some of it's okay. going to be putty. You know what I mean? But a lot of it's going to have to be drywall replacement. And uh, you know, I'm going to fucking figure it out. I mean, that's pretty dope that he was. It sounds like he was pretty precise yeah in his cutting yes yes he did a very good job and he's going to help me with the drywall not so much help me he's going to show me what i need to do and how to do it hmm. oh so you got a him. supervisor though. He'll, he'll be able to yeah exactly at least let me know how to do it check you know show me how to do it, what i should be doing me and my wife will be able to um you know do the basement and stuff like that because she'll be able to lift it up high enough in the basement because it's not that tall the ceiling's not tall mm-hmm so uh, she'll be able to hold it up, and I'll be able to drill in the. Um, That's pretty funny. You know, you got five foot five ceilings in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> no, this <laughs> they're like six foot three ceilings. They're very short ceilings. Oh, but, uh, so get up on a ladder is what you're saying. Oh man, my wife's not that short. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's not six six. No, she's not. But what, you don't have to be six six to to do that. And the basements so you've been in my basement. It's not that the basement's not that tall. Right. Um, the ceiling's not that high, so that's that's the uh, you know coming uh, project to do. Uh, other than that, it, things have been kind of quiet. We've gotten the dog to go outside all the time now because I had like the little wee wee pad on top of like this uh, uh, this plastic sheet thing, and just started basically training her to go at certain times of the day, taking away her food, you know, you know, limiting her access to the water so she is not drinking water and having a full bladder. And yo, right away, man, she took to it. She hasn't gone in the house and no accidents. And I'm happy about that. So now we have a nice. trained pup. You know, look at, look at uh Caesar the dog whisper over here. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> and the dog. The reason why the dog is doing this is because the human is not trained. Right. Um. Yeah. But not nah, human. Exactly. But the dog. No. Uh. You like I said. Uh. The pup is a smart pup. You know. So um, you know me and the wife. Uh. Got her to go outside the house. Not a small feat, sir. 
It isn't. It isn't. You know, but she but for the most part, the dog was going outside. It was just sometimes she would go on the thing. And I was like, well, you know what? We just have to you know, we could just four times a day, basically every four hours. And then in the morning I get up and I take her for a walk and she goes take her for a nice long walk. And she goes and, you know, it's cool now. And again, rather do it now and get her in the habit now, because when the wintertime comes, mm -hmm. it'll be easy for her to go out. Boom, boom. Hey, it's cold out here. Do what you got to do. Let's go back in the house. But uh, that's uh, basically it, man. Um, nothing else is on the check-in. I'll pass the baton to Alric. I'm done. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy, L.O.Dot, a.k.a. The Ad Man. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. I had a good weekend for the most part <laughs> until, dun, but, dun, um, uh... so I, I, I was working in West Virginia last week and I came home on Saturday, Saturday night. Um, so I thought Sunday, you know, I'll hang out with the kids. We'll do some stuff. We got up, we made, uh, banana pancakes. The kids insist on helping me, even though it takes way longer when they help. <laughs> but they insisted on helping me and like i can't deny them you know like okay i want you to learn these things so how else are you going to learn them unless you help right but i made, i hear you go. yeah so we made banana pancakes and then uh i was going out you know like being away for a week and like the outside the yard in the front was just looking a little crazy because we're in like a wind tunnel so like it seems like every piece of trash that is on the streets just blows up onto my sidewalk. Mm. So I go out there and I'm sweeping and it's, it's amazing. The kids don't want to come outside and help me sweep up nah. the sidewalk. <laughs> nah, son, that's not fun. It's, nah, Dad, you got that. It's weird. It was like, no, we'll stay inside. Mm -hmm. uh, so then uh, I go outside and I was like, okay, now I'm going to wash the car. Now they're interested. Now they want to come outside and, mm -hmm. and hang out with dad and this is another thing that takes three times as long because they want to help kids but, love water yeah especially when it's hot <laughs> yeah but i but i figure like if i don't show them how to wash the car properly when i send them out to wash the car when they get older <laughs> they're not gonna do it right so let me let me train them get them in the habits so after we washed the car, uh, we decided we're going to go over to the playground. We went to the big playground, which isn't walking distance. So we we drove over there. They spent about an hour in the playground. And uh, my wife and I had plans to go to the Barris Hammond concert out in Coney Island mm. and hear Bennett Barris singing tune. tune. But, yeah, it's tune. So we spent about an hour in the playground and then we were on our way back home. and. Um, I'm about to park the car and I get completely rear-ended. Like I'm just pulled over. I haven't even put the car in reverse yet. Jesus and Christ. We get rear-ended and it was a hard hit. It was a hard hit. It was hard enough that it bent the back wheel in and launched us into another parked car that was uh, next to us. Thankfully, the kids were good. I'm good. Nobody was injured. The driver of the other car was not injured, but she came up with a crazy story. She said that there was she was there was another car coming the opposite direction that swerved towards her. So she was trying to avoid hitting that car 
and ended up smacking into us. Nah, son. I see. Wait, is this before or after she realized you had the evidence? Well, I, she she never knew that. Oh, okay. She never knew that. So, <laughs> so I I didn't know. At this point, I didn't know what happened. All I know is that I got hit from behind, and I didn't I didn't see her coming. She wasn't the she wasn't the first car behind me. There were three cars behind me that went around. Mm-hmm. And then she came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was For not benefit expecting. of the audience. We've seen the video. Yes. Because you had it recorded, thankfully. Yes, so, you did. So 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 this is the story that she tells me. So right now All I don't video. even know. So I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure my family's okay. You're okay. I'm okay. We're all good. So I spent my entire day today back and forth between insurance companies, between my insurance company, her insurance company, my um, the dealership. I was kind of thinking this morning that the, the insurance company was going to total out the car. It's going to be a hefty fix, but I really am hoping that they decide to fix it because what the dealership was telling me is like, if I order another car today, I will not see it until January. And Which is bizarre, bro. That is the uh, apparently Subarus are made on Mars and <laughs> chips are made on Saturn, my nigga. That's because yo, this whole shit you see with Taiwan, China, that is affecting car deliveries. Wow. Yeah. So you know, I'm still on my Tesla kick. Yeah. And the same. I was looking at it last week. If I were to order a car last week, it, I would not get delivery till January. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know how many manufacturers this is affecting. I'm assuming it's affecting all, all of them. So the only the, your best bet is is if you can find someone who has on their lot what you want, mm-hmm. but you're going to be paying over sticker. Oh yeah, you're oh, going to be yeah. paying well over sticker because now it's like a bidding war. It's it's and it's crazy. So I'm really hoping that they can fix it. It is some damage. Just some some pretty bad damage, but it's not anything that they can't fix. If it is a bent axle or a broken axle, they can replace it. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't damage. want them. I wouldn't want them to. If it's a if it's frame damage, I don't want them to bend it back and give me the car. I don't want that. Mm. But if it's if it's an axle and they can just remove it and put a new one on, I'm with it. I'm fine with that. But if it's the frame of the car that's bent. I looked at that video, son, and she, yo, I don't know how fast she was going when she hit you or she at the last minute put some brakes on. There was no brakes. But, but it looks like she was driving as if your car was a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> right. She was, like, kinda, she was driving. She was trying to drive through your car. There were no brakes. I don't know what she was doing, but she didn't apply brakes. She, she was going 25 miles an hour. Non-stop, no brakes, nothing. Just and she, driving and, through. And she clipped you on your left side. She didn't she didn't fully rear-end you. If she fully no. rear-ended you, you guys, it would have been a, a different situation. That's only because I was in, I was not in the center of the lane. Yes. I was pulled over. Yes. About to park. She was car. she was on her phone, and all they're gonna do when the, the insurance company sees that video is check to see if she was on her phone. They're gonna well, know. They, I mean they don't have to do anything at this point. If he sent them the video, it is clear. 
that she's at fault in this accident. Ma'am, what were you doing? Did you not see the car? I see three cars go b- before you, ma'am. Well, like, I, yeah, she's not paying attention to the road, no matter what she's doing. I, I spent the morning on the phone with the uh, morning and afternoon on the phone with, with insurance companies. And uh, basically, my insurance company already said I had no fault in this in this collision. And then her insurance company called me. And okay, so here's the story that she told them. The story that she told them is that my car was double parked and there were no occupants. There was a car coming in the opposite direction. She swerved to avoid that car and hit my car. She said that so you I quickly weren't told them, uh, ma'am, that is a load of bullshit. <laughs> I have video. Using well, lies as alibis. I have video and I'm about to send it to you. So she didn't know. She didn't know I had a. She didn't know I have a video. Mm. Wow! But I, not only do I have a camera, both of my neighbors to the left and the right of me, they both have doorbell cameras. Mm. So you're caught from multiple angles in this ridiculous lie. But the litigants from our next case, she tried <laughs> to say that you weren't even in the car. Yeah, I was not. I was not in wow. the car. Wow! As soon as I told. The insurance, her insurance company, that I had a video, they were like, uh, "We're gonna transfer you to another department." Mm. <laughs> and that we're gonna transfer you to like, catch a liar, <laughs> to catch a liar that, department. And that department was like, "Oh, okay. Well, we're pretty much gonna cover everything." Wow. Uh, do, do you need a rental car? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna uh, need that. Apparently, our insured insurer, e insurer, insurer. Insurer? You're the insurer. She's the insurer. They're in the right. insurer. Yes. Right. Yeah. But you said your insurer. Her insurer. Well, I'm. I was speaking from their perspective. Oh, okay. Oh, They're got it. Got saying it. Saying they're insurer. You are correct. Uh, is sir. responsible for mm-hmm. everything. So that's where we're at now. So the insurance injunction. The ins- my insurance adjuster comes tomorrow to look at the car and to assess the jam. Assess the damage. And then um, we're going to take it over. I wanted to go to the dealership because I don't want it to go to some random body shop. But you know what? If if Geico, yeah, I don't even trust Geico. They're going to send it to whatever body shop will do for sure. a, a good cosmetic job. And for I'm not sure. That. For the cheapest rate yep. in town. No, you, 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 can, you can say it's a lease because it's a lease. I want to take it to the dealership and have them repair it and let them outsource it. Or are you giving false uh, legal advice right now? I'm I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I just want to. I'm think. It. I'm think. But I'm thinking. <laughs> but the hold thing on, is that the deal, on, the dealer, the dealer is going to probably hold outsource on, it anyway. You can't just say that. But he's. On but he's. Air. But if he's got a lease, if he's got a lease vehicle, right? Yeah. It eventually has to go back to Subaru. They have to have a say in whether or not the vehicle's totaled or not. No. Right. They have no say. No, the so you're not going to be responsible for that damage if they take it back and Subaru does an inspection and says, "Well, we inspected the vehicle and we we don't it doesn't meet our standards." Subaru doesn't Subaru doesn't decide if it's totaled or not. The insurance company decides that. I'm saying, but it because it's a lease, when you bring it back, can Subaru then turn around and say, "Well, you damaged this vehicle," and no, that's what insurance is. For. You're talking about the wear and tear assessment at the end of the lease. That as well as whether or not if they can say, well, this, there's some structural damage to the vehicle when you brought it back based on the accident that you had. 
would they then ask you for some of the money for that? Totally. Would they you charge you something like some sort of fee? I'm asking you a question. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, that's why I'm asking whether or not they have a say in whether the vehicle can be totaled or not. Some of their standards. I I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. All right. of this stuff, man. I, I, don't, I didn't make any of it up. I'm asking a question. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know. I know. I know. I know that they don't. Wait a minute. Don't you started it. off saying that they don't, they don't care. They don't care as long as they get their money, because if it gets totaled out, they get their money. Right. If it gets repaired, they get their money. Get money. Actually, Subaru doesn't care. The financing no. company cares. And they don't they care because they get their money. They get their money. I mean, the finance company doesn't even care either, but yeah, nobody cares. No. Except nobody me. cares. Except, <laughs> except, <laughs> except Rick, because he's going to go without a car. We're, we're going to have a car in January of 2028. Right. right. Yeah. Sir. So that's 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 the other thing. So I, I'm I'm driving this rental car. I'm I have a Hyundai. Oh god. Elantra, oh and you know the styling of the car is not bad. Is but, this the the new? Which it looks like almost like a beak in the back. It's yeah, like, it, it okay. looks like it looks like that. It looks like a cheap version of the old uh, Benz. Yes, is it one of the C class? I don't CLS? know. CLS. It might be. It might. Okay. Be. It looks like a, it looks like a broke version of the CLS. Yes, I've seen it. I just saw and, it yesterday. As a matter of fact. Yeah, and and it's kind of like oh, not not bad looking. And as soon as you close the door, it sounds like you're slamming a a, a, a tin can. tuna can. <laughs> it sounds like you're slamming a tuna can closed. It's it's not really the highest quality. It, it sounds like this when you drop it. <laughs> it does. It does. As well. but I think they were trying to. T- I think they were trying to tune it. Oh wow! And it's choking the shit out of it. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so I'll, I'll have that for a little while, and, but the thing—if um, I take the car to the dealership for repair, they'll give me a loaner, which is cool. And they'll probably give me an Outback or something like that, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. How um, long I, do you think you can stretch the loaner? Well, I—the rental—I have up to thirty days. Okay. If the repair was going to take longer than thirty days, uh, the insurance company can extend it. Mm-hmm. They can set extend it for the the repair time. So her her insurance company is paying for this first thirty days. Yeah, they'll they'll pay for it. they'll pay for everything because would, my insurance would your insurance company kick in after the thirty days, or would her insurance company continue to carry the charges? Well, my insurance company is going to go after them for all costs. So you're, you're yeah right. So your insurance company might not care. Like just run away. Yeah, ride ride it out. <laughs> They just say they're just saying right. If if I had shared fault in this accident, they would cover the rent a car fifty dollars a day uh, up to fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, which is probably like uh, they or up to a month. I think they said because it's her insurance and she's responsible. Yo, rent, right 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 <laughs> rent that. Uh, um, I'm uh, renting. <laughs> I need a G wagon because I'm 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 there's a certain level of luxuriousness that I'm used to, and it's a lot. I got PTSD. I need all that truck around me, baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, there's there's no leather in a Elantra. Yeah, you can't even say leather in a Elantra in the same sentence. It don't even make any sense. Elantra. Don't even use that. It's horrible. <laughs> it's an Elantra, nigga. It's cloth seats all day. <laughs> His sound system's not the same. None of it's no. the same. None of it's the same. He's the 
That Subaru is beautiful, man. I, that's a beautiful vehicle. It sounds. I know. I did have a moment of silence because I did like riding in the back seat. That, that shit is nice, man. Comfortable. I'm hoping she's not. I'm. I'm really hoping she's not dead. I wasn't really clear at how attached R- 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 this car. R- R- I'm really hoping that she's not dead. Yeah, she, she got a bad paw in the back. Bad yeah. paw. See if they can they, fix hope, that paw. Hoping they can revive her. Yeah, gotta fix that pool. But as we've said several times off the mic, and I think on the mic as well, very happy everybody's okay. Yes, um, yes. that is a beautiful thing, a wonderful yes. thing. Um, of of all the things that have happened, the most important is that everyone survived yes. and is in good and is in in perfect health. Perfect and I'm really health. appreciative of my neighbors yeah. who heard the impact, and they all came running out, mm. and. My first priority was making sure the kids were okay. Mm-hmm. And one of my neighbors came out and she was right there. And she was like, hand me the kids. Cause it was a very small space mm-hmm. in between the two cars now mm-hmm. because we were pushed over mm-hmm. for me to get them out. And she was like, hand them to me, hand them to me. So, you know, we got them out of That's the car, got them on the sidewalk, make sure everything was okay. No fluids were leaking. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't, you know, the gas tanks on the other side. So, mm-hmm. It was all good. No doubt. Um, and, maybe. Uh, and and you got the video, son. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. You know, yeah, I like it. Well, no, he actually has three videos if he needs him. Yeah, if, if I needed it. I just don't need, I just don't need the other two. <laughs> listen, you I got know, a video. Listen, Yana, I got three Video. videos. I got three videos. If her lawyer is like, well, you really can't tell. I'm like, all right, here's another angle. I got another one. I got a drone shot. Y'all don't even know yeah. I got a drone just in the sky right now. Yeah. yeah man, so that's, the, that's amazing. So the good news is even after such a fucked up situation, everyone is good and we're healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's the bad news. If the insurance company decides that this car is not worth fixing. If I ordered the same car today, I will not get it until January. Mm-hmm. And then the de- I, so I call the dealership to find out like what would what I'm trying to find out all the scenarios that could possibly happen. There, the other option is uh, go for another model, the Wilderness, and that's more expensive. So I don't really want to spend more per month. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need to be putting out more money per month. What What comes with the Wilderness? It's like a, it, it's a higher uh, ground clearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different styling. I think it might have a, a bigger engine. I think my engine is like a 2.0 and it's, this one's like a 2.5 and it mm. might be turbocharged. Okay. That's nice, but and it's not worth me spending more money for it. That's the one with the granola dispenser in it, right? Yeah. It has a so granola gun turret <laughs> on the top. Absolute <laughs> 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 Matrix Valley <laughs> granola bar just spits out the glove compartment when you press the button and shit. That's just beautiful, nigga. That's <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so that would suck. And he and he said, you know, by then by let's say that I ordered it in 30 days where they figure out that now I'm and now I'm into ordering the 2023, mm-hmm. which would not come in March till March or April. Shit. Mm. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna pay for a rental till March or April. Nah. I told you, just be like, I'm on my way, bro. 
<laughs> Every time they call you, like, listen, sir, can you bring it back? I I'm on my some way. Errands. I'm running some errands. I, I'm, I'm on a BQ right now. I ran into some traffic on the BQE. <laughs> I'll be right there. Yeah. And call him like, yo, y'all closed. The traffic mm -hmm. was crazy. I got there like 608. Y'all, the, the gate was down. <laughs> y'all had already left. Everything. Pulled off. I said, oh, well. Oh, well. I'll catch him tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then what happened was yeah, ran out of gas on the BQE and traffic. <laughs> Crazy. Man. Yeah. So that was it for that. And um, so like I mentioned, I was in West Virginia last week and I went to the West Virginia State Fair. I'd never been to a state fair before. And I, I had some interesting things. I had an elephant ear. I had uh, pickled pizza. Wait had, a minute. What what is an elephant ear? It's just it's kind of like a it's kind of like a pancake, but it's more bready. And then they put they put various toppings on it, like chocolate syrup. Okay. Uh please talk among yourselves. I'm going to Google this. Okay. Well, elephant ear, like it's really not that interesting, to be honest. Like it was just the name of this food. I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? And then, yeah, it was nothing. Wasn't that great. What else did we do? We did the, you, have you ever played the sliding quarter, the sliding quarter game? Oh, it's just fried dough. Um, yeah, it's just fried dough. <laughs> the sliding quarter game? Yeah, it's it's, it's like a... Is it like Plinko? It's kind of like that, but there's like a, a bunch of quarters inside the machine. Oh, you're trying to get... And you quarter. try to drop one, and it pushes everything down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, the guys that I was I was hanging out with, like, they were convinced that they were going to win the sliding quarter game because it was like a $50 bill that was hanging just off the edge. Mm -hmm. never gets and it, it they never won. They, they, oh, they probably spent forty five dollars trying to just get trying to get the fifty dollars, wow. <laughs> and it didn't. It never dropped. So I got on the way home. I googled it, and the whole shit is a scam because <laughs> all the quarters drop out from the sides. They never push to the middle, mm. so that fifty dollar bill is never going to drop. Mm. So you know that was it. I really didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> Did you get on any rides? No. Oh, my God. Of course Fuck you didn't God. enjoy it. Are you, you kidding me? Did those you rides. Those rides look, what? They're not even. Keep your hands inside of the rides at all times. You will have your hands <laughs> severed, sir, <laughs> if you hold on to the bar. Please put your hands inside of your pockets. Do not. If the rides the are bar. not bolted to the cement, I'm not getting on. That's them. hilarious. Uh, if they travel from state to state on the back of a truck, a Rodolo from state to state. You have a point. I, I mean, you're right. I, I'm, I'm no longer riding those rides. Yeah, it looked dangerous. It looked more dangerous. It wasn't like scary, like, ah, I'm freaked out, or ah, this is so scary. You could actually lose your life kind right. of scary. Like, if, 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 you're on a, if you're on a buccaneer that came in on a tractor trailer, son, yeah. You fucking with your life, son. You fucking with your... <laughs> One of them buccaneers on 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 it. If you came on the back of a tractor trailer, yeah, you you're doing it. You're doing the right I, thing. I don't even ride the buccaneers when they've been bolted into the ground. Yeah. That ride is a that ride is a pure make you throw up ride. There, oh, sure. there was a there was a ride that was similar to the buccaneer, right? 
like it swung like a pendulum, like the mm-hmm. buck. Mm-hmm. Except it twisted at the top. No, sir. No, thank you. So it was spin when it got at the top and then swing around again and then swing all the way over. I was like, yo, uh, you're fucking crazy. Wait, all the way around? All the way around. No. See, yeah. I'll show you the video. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Those people who ride that are officially, uh, they, they have a death wish. Absolutely. I just looked at the guys who were running this shit and I was like, nah, yeah. I don't trust him. That's I don't trust that his, his engine, his engineering degree came from a reputable university. <laughs> Keep your hands in the ride at all time, please. Uh, the other thing I want to say, and maybe this is going to be offensive. There are not a lot of attractive people in West Virginia. Like the entire state sort of descended on the. Attractive state. to you, sir. Yeah. Attractive to you. There's something about Mary Jo who works at the Dairy Queen who's so hot. I mean, exactly. she's missing two teeth, but the way she looks, I'm not, she blushes. I don't want to rip down West Virginia like that because there's really some really cool people in West Virginia. I know she's I'm just saying, it, but <laughs> it's just not a lot of attractive. You she's mean commercially missing, attractive? She's missing a pinky finger, but it's okay. <laughs> I just mean uh, visually attractive. She doesn't, have any th- she doesn't have any thumbnails. Like like Vin is suggesting, Bubba thinks that Mary Jo is very attractive. I think she's hot at the Dairy Queen the way she puts a little extra fudge on my on my Sunday. <laughs> and oh, wait a minute, pause. No scat. I- <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Double Whoa. no scat, just real fudge. Oh Jesus Christ, man! It's West Virginia. Wow. What'd you expect? <laughs> What'd you think? We're fool. Ain't no tomfoolery going on around here. Hold on, major sidebar. I was watching uh, Instagram, and uh, Horrible Decisions is doing a, a show with cocktails, and they had a conversation about vacation sex, hmm. and Medina says that occasionally you know when she does have uh vacation sex is very erotic and nastier and even when there's like a doodle streak on the sheets she'll just not worry about it and because you know when it's when they do in backdoor action she'll just lay in it until the next time that oh they change the sheets. So that was everybody's reaction. But then I thought about it. She has a very good point. Because if that is happening at night, are you calling housekeeping to come change the sheets that night? Put a I towel down or something. It. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, but I'm just saying you're not changing the sheets. Maybe. Is it the top sheet? Like what no, type I think of that sheet thing is, are we talking about? I think here? that she comes off and Maybe goes on the floor. Sheet. You're not changing the sheet. I think it comes off and goes on the floor. The I'll fitted sheet? sheet? So then you're sleeping directly on what? The, no, the then, you, then you put the flat sheet down. How much dude are we talking here? Come on, man. I mean, we're talking about a streak. We're not talking about, like I'm she not said, even a log. sure how this got <laughs> to a log. my check-in. <laughs> I'm almost offended that oh, this right. conversation entered my check-in. <laughs> Disgusting. But All if right, there you, go. you are having vacation sex and there is a doo-doo streak on the sheets, please remove the sheets. There's no need to sleep in your doo-doo. I mean, I agree, but I think she does have a point. Most people are probably going to fall asleep after having acrobatic backdoor action, and they're not right, going but, to call ho- housekeeping. No, but y- if you see it, you can't roll over in it. I'm sorry. That's got to come What off. if it's not your side of the bed? 
Oh, well, then it's, that's not my problem. Well, there you go. That's not my problem. <laughs> that's not my problem. <laughs> that is your problem. Right. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing over there. Right. Over here. But over here is doodle free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You destroyed my uh, check-in. No, oh, thank you. I just added no, that was That was just funny. Some flavor to it, but I'm bummed. All right. Uh, is is that your check in there, Rick? <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Alaric of Dakota Forty. <laughs> yeah, you reached the right number at the wrong time. Leave your information, and I get right back to you. You know what I'm saying? All right, peace. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go dive right into the next topic here: Civil War. Everybody's talking about it. <laughs> you know, everybody's talking. It's all a rave right now. You know, um, I don't know what the fuck's going on in America right now. I don't know. The, the insane is running the asylum, as they say. I guess what it all started with Trump this week getting raided by the FBI. Warrant was signed. They went into his house. They're looking for all these documents that he has that are classified that he's not supposed to have. I haven't heard yet if they've actually verified if they're the, the, the documents are there. Maybe you guys can help me with that. But after that, there was a call to arms, so to speak, amongst the Trumpsters. And now they have this thing where they want to defund the FBI. They're going after the FBI. They make threats to judges and agents. And it's a it's a real fucking mess. And we've gotten to the point where we had some armed protesters outside of an FBI office. And one nut, uh, I guess he I think he got there early and and the backup didn't get there yet like he was the early nigga to the party like he came in they were supposed to meet at like 7 30 he got there at six and said well they'll be here any minute and and went on with it but um <laughs> i'm normally late see this time i was on i was actually an hour early this time and i guess they caught me slipping but it's it was i don't know man again it was yeah. His boys got caught in the BQE. They was coming in a U-Haul. <laughs> they got pulled over. Who the fuck knows? But what do you think's going on, fellas? I mean, do do you think that we are any closer to what they want to consider a civil war? Because I mean, you know, I subscribe to. I think what Rick subscribes to is like it's it's all good until the government shows up. It's right. all good until the drone strikes happen and niggas get eviscerated. I I, I don't see Cass is playing Call of Duty right now. Yeah, I think it's real. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's real. I, I totally agree. Like I saw people like the night of the announcement that the uh, FBI had entered into Mar-a-Lago to retrieve the documents. There were a lot of white people that I know who are MAGA. Uh, I don't know a lot. Let me stop. Um, that was full cap. Um, <laughs> but you know they out there. I but the few that I know, I I like to go on that Facebook just to kind of soak up their white tears, and they were like. Oh, it's on now. And wow. I was thinking, ma'am, you are 67 years old. You are going nowhere. Nothing's on except your TV. You are not going to join any revolution. You're not going to fight. You're not going to pick up any arms. You're just going to sit here and watch Fox News and be mad. Listen, all you're doing is waiting for the McRib to come back. You're not built for revolution. Exactly. Nigga. Shut no, the fuck up. None of these people are built for this. No. Can I have a fourth floor, please? They, Even listen. these even these motherfuckers running around with their guns, mm -hmm. they're not ready to die. Right. Because they, they still want their lives. They still right. want, they think they're going to go to war and then go back home and watch Matlock. Yeah. Right. It's not yeah. going to happen. 
The dude hey, in Cincinnati I'm, had a nail gun and an AR-15. But you up. pull out the nail gun first? What are you doing? You're playing hold around, up. sir. We have These real mo- bullets on the FBI side. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> These motherfuckers think the war going to be from like 8 to 3. Okay, look. We take lunch about 12 o'clock, okay? No war between 12 and 12.30. After 3 o'clock, I got to go home, feed the kids, okay? Oh, Saturdays is barbecue, so no war on Saturday. Yeah, you, you're making fun, but that is an act. I think in their mind, they think it's like, I'm just going to go out. I'm going to start a war and then I'm going to go back home. Right. And they're going to hear a whistle at my, uh, my my television dinner, watch Jeopardy, and then I'll be good. Tomorrow. Like See you tomorrow. They- exactly. Exactly. And, then, and they're going to skip a few days and then. Right. Yeah. Right. Maybe not like like that. Uh, July Fourth yeah. is coming up. Um, I usually uh, have a real big barbecue that day. I can't be at the war. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna need that day off as well. Uh, you know, my coverage is not taking care of my dental right now. I'm in the war right now. Where's my dental <laughs> coverage? They think that's the fuck. This shit is not. Look, yeah, I said to myself, this dude is this dude Trump is going to get a lot of people killed. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the uh? Okay, because you guys are Game of Thrones guys, correct? Yeah. I'm not. What was I don't believe right. in dragons like well, you. I am. Okay. What I was what was the premier castle in the Game of Thrones? Uh Westeros. Westeros is the Marilago for these folks. That that like it's <laughs> like this is their Westeros. Marilago is their Westeros. These motherfuckers, they they're storming the castle. They went into Mario Lago into where Trump was there, and he fought valiantly, killing several FBI agents with his laser beam eyeballs. Yeah. That's what the fuck they think was happening. But and they they ready to go to war. They this yo, these niggas is running in up in the FBI headquarters. What's wrong with these dudes? They they've been this is and this is no well, they're only there they, from 9:30 to 11:30. So it, with advance notice. <laughs> right. They had to Hello yeah. FBI. Yes. Uh we're gonna come out here about between 9:30 and 11:30. We have guns, but we're not gonna shoot. Right. It's oh, a revolution. The, 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 the quote unquote protest. And then they hung up. Uh-huh. It's a revolution. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah. And the FBI calls them back and they're like, I'm watching Jeopardy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are bizarre people and they are going to get themselves hurt. I, w- I will say this though. I did tune into a conversation on spaces on Twitter mm-hmm. with some rational MAGA people, if you can believe this. Um, I cannot. You, I'm sure you can't. But what their position was, they just don't agree with democratic policies in terms of progressivism. They feel like it is the path to communism. That's what they believe. That's fine. I thought they weren't, you know, I can see an argument for that. Where wokeism leads to communism? No, where progressivism leads to communism. Because this is idea, this is why there's a pushback against um, UBI and all the type of uh, government programs that are necessary that I believe are necessary, but they don't believe. I'm just saying philosophically, I can understand how someone can make the transition. I'm not saying I agree with it, but they're not jumping to the thing where Democrats are like evil and uh, trying to that. that, I'm just saying that that this is what this was not that group. They just philosophically disagree with Democrats and progressivism. In this conversation, though, they were more concerned with what documents were being secured by the FBI. Right. And they were waiting to see what they were. 
And this is what I'm saying. They had a reasonable conversation because they were not jumping to conclusions, but they did feel that whatever it was did not rise to the level of the scrutiny that either the FBI or the uh, what was what's what's the uh, other organization that's trying to reclaim these documents? Oh, the, whatever the National Archives. National Archives. Thank you. Yes. So they were more concerned of is this theater or does this actually rise to the level of a concern where the FBI had to roll up in, in there? And I was thinking to myself, this nigga gave the nuclear codes. <laughs> probably. But I was thinking to myself, if if people heard more of this conversation, we would not be bombarded with the stupidity so much because it now becomes a conversation of where is government overreach? And when, and, I mean, I'm I'm sitting listening to the call thinking though, you have watched this dude break the law several times. Like, right. like I didn't get on the call, but I, I should have said something like, can we deal with the fact that like 17 people around him have been either charged or arrested? Right. And he now is facing several charges. So we got to deal with that. This wasn't the FBI's first visit to Mar-a-Lago. In fact, it was not. You're right. Correct. So it's the second visit. And on the first visit, they signed a paper saying we gave you all the goods. But. There was a snitch on the inside. Melania called and was like, <laughs> like, um, Trump has very secrets to give to Putin. I'm trying to put away my Birkin bags and there's, and there's nuclear. <laughs> I don't know. It's codes. I don't know. what it It's nuclear. It's a top secret. I want them out. <laughs> Why are these papers here, Trump? Why are all these papers here? <laughs> Oh, my God. And I hate you. <laughs> Click. So somebody dropped a dime and they came back and was, they were like, well, what the fuck? Wow. These are and it's probably what. But the question for me is like, why do you want that? What is there that? Well, that's the thing. Want, why would you want that? in but, your I, but I think that's what needs to be sort of uh, divulged. Right. Like, why did you feel the need to retain this? these documents and what was your purpose or what what did you intend to do with these documents right the light needs to be shown on those facts and i'm more of the mindset that i want all this information to kind of trickle out i don't want it to trickle i want it to just be released but i'm i'm okay with it coming out slowly because i don't want people jumping to conclusions right. i want us to get a full breadth of what's happening and like i said i'm enjoying the news now because i know somewhere Trump is like, damn, they got me in the square right now. I overplayed my hand, possibly. But with Georgia, this thing with the feds, New York, your man is really going through it right yeah. now. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot for him. It's, right the now. block is hot for him right yeah. now. I think that they need to really take their time and pick out the wood and the rope that they're going to construct whatever hanging thing for him. You know what I'm saying? Gallows. The apparatus, the gallows. I mean, good wood. We need strong wood, right? Good rope, right? You mean <laughs> we need to hang Trump? Not literally. They have to be very, very precise with this. They can't fuck it up. They can't, there cannot be any room for wiggling or anything. Like, don't go for the quick strike. Take your time. Because these motherfuckers, like, they, they sometimes they jump the gun and then it turns out to be some bullshit. They really got to get this motherfucker, man, and just make it very uncomfortable for him. But you know what I'm thinking, too? I've been thinking, like, I've been looking at these, like, they're actually seem to be even more extreme than Trump is. These Marjorie Taylor Greens and these Bobarts of the party. 
And there are a lot of these nuts that are starting to sprout up within the Republican Party. And they're swaying a lot of the ignorant out there. And like the more extreme they come out, the more like the base gets riled up and excited about it, man. Mm. And I I think they're more it's morphing into something else. It's going to get to the point where it's going to actually outgrow Trump. It's going to be something else. 10 times more ignorant than what it was. Because you think about the progression of the Republican Party since first George Bush, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was the darling of the party. They all sucked his dick. He was a scumbag, right? He he brought crack into the hood, destroyed the black community. He was an asshole. But the Republicans love him. Then you had George W. Then you had eight years of uh, Bill. Then you had George W. Bush, who at that time we thought was the worst president that could ever be. Then we had Obama. And then we have this we had that motherfucker. Yeah. So it's gotten progressively worse. Like we, we thought that George W. Bush was the pinnacle of ignorance. No, nigga, hold my beer, Trump said. Yeah, because he was and the dumbest the party. that we had since for probably forever, or at least in yes. our lifetime. But yes, you, you mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is the epitome of anti-intellectualism. She, mm-hmm. There's a new video of her talking to a crowd of people where she says that she's against solar energy because she right. likes having light at night because she believes that once the sun goes down, that's when solar energy stops. Wow. She's, yeah. she's never heard of the invent- invention called the battery. What's the battery? There's a, a, a maxim that I subscribe to that I've said on the show a couple of times. Never underestimate evil and never, never underestimate stupidity. Hmm. She reinforces that for me hmm. because stupid people will convince other uninformed people that they might be right. That's the crazy thing because right. it was a room full of older right. people who might have taken what she said to be the truth. And they, I'm sure they did. Of course they did. And now they're against solar energy. And they're yeah. repeating it. Exactly. They're going to repeat it in their Well, when the sun goes down, then what do you do? Uh, run on batteries. What? what's a battery a battery bitch like the batteries that you put in your remote control the batteries you put to run your flashlight bitch the same thing same concept the the, the sun and she said the same thing about wind like so when the wind when it's not windy that power doesn't work anymore Mm -hmm. so she has no idea of the idea that batteries absorb this energy and can Mm -hmm. run but I don't know that she doesn't know that I think no, she, I, chose to, she chose to convince her audience. Sometimes I believe that. Yeah. A lot of times I believe that. Like when Vin was talking about the folks in Arizona, I truly believe that they know that the election has not been stolen. Oh, in yeah. my heart of hearts, I believe when they go that home they know that they are lying. Mm-hmm. And they're using this as a mm-hmm. political tool to motivate yeah. votes. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's Marjorie, Marjorie, she believes that when the sun goes down, that's when the power stops because she honestly believes that she wants to stay up late. But if we're on solar power, she won't be able to read a book at night. <laughs> Not that she reads books, Not, but I let's say, say so, so she probably let, yeah, that, she bitch, won't be able that, to bitch, that bitch probably think the moon is made of cheese. That's how stupid her ass is. And she would probably say NASA wants you to believe that it's not cheese. It's made out of it's made out of cheese. I seen and, Tom and, and if Jerry we ever have a cheese shortage, shortage, she would be she would be the we first go to one the to moon say, and get some. We need to go to the moon. She is the epitome of someone who is just so unimpressed with intelligence and information and yeah. facts 
that she will say anything just because it comes into her mind. It's similar to, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, Alex Jones trial, oh my God. but the judge made such an important point. Just because you believe it does not make it a fact. And this is what she does. All of them, the whole ilk. If they believe it, it somehow becomes the truth for them. Make it so. And that's the problem. Do you think that they are just the loudest, most sensational, so that's why the press gives them so much coverage? Absolutely. Or do you think that they are really actually leading the Republican Party? I, do, you think I think, they, do you think that they have more power than Mitch McConnell? I think when they combine their powers, they're like the super. That's an interesting question. I think fundamentally, McConnell still controls more power. I think he's got the existentially business party. Green and Boebert can potentially overrun the party because they tap into an ignorance that mm. turns that ignorance into machine, a machine, but a self-validating prophecy. Like mm -hmm. everything that they've done, they've done in their, their life, life is is true, is mm -hmm. real. And all these changes that are trying to be pushed on the American idea or American dream are evil. See, I, I think that they are a little bit a little bit more savvy than just some random idiots spouting off. There's one thing that Trump did that he's good at. I don't he's, put Trump in that group, though. And he's probably no one's probably better at it than him is getting the attention of the media. He would hit you with something sensational so often that the media never turned away from him, which was his power. That was the thing that he was able to ride on. He didn't have to run ads because he was on the news every day for somewhat outlandish shit that he said. And I think that they're taking a page out of Trump book and saying, we're going to keep saying outlandish shit, keep our names out there and gain popularity in that way. We're repulsed by them, right? They, you know what it is? It's, it's oh, Wait, hold on. We're repulsed by them. And it's the same, it's the same way in the, Kim Kardashian, half of the people like her, half of the people hate her, but everybody contributes to her popularity. If the media ignored them and didn't give them the play that they wanted, they'd probably go away. You know, you know what's crazy is that Trump's the only motherfucker who won the presidency and went campaigning a month later. Like he never stopped campaigning. Like he 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 needs the adoration of his minions in order to feel good. It's like his drug amongst other drugs that he probably inhales and takes. Like what other president wins the presidency and then continues to fucking go out there and campaign? Nobody does that. Nigga, it's time to get to work. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You're campaigning still. And all of them, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Bobas, that they're constantly campaigning. They're, they're not, not campaigning. doing anything. They're not campaigning. They're just they, blowhards. They're just talking exactly. shit all the time. They, they, all they want is that media attention. The media attention gets them to where they want to be. But it, it gets them into households they would not have been in if they were to left alone. They're campaigning on their own to their own devices. I but, feel like the media is looking for sensational stuff to keep the audience engaged. Yes. And that's and they are the shiny little bobbit, no sure. pun intended, that keeps people engaged. Them themselves, I think they actually think 
that they make sense. So when she's standing in front of that group of people talking about she doesn't want to support solar energy because she wants to stay up late at night and once the sun goes down, she won't be able to have power. I think she believes that because she doesn't, one, want to understand how solar power energy works because in her mind, that's some leftist agenda. And she knows that just being aligned with something that might be seen as Democrat friendly or leftist is bad for her brand. So, yeah, from that point, I think she is being strategic, but she's dumb. She's yep. absolutely positively a dumb human being. But the thing I don't is, doubt is that, that I don't doubt they, that they, they, they're dumb, all... is dumb in one thing, <laughs> not make you dumb in everything. And what they have, sure. what they have been smart in doing is capturing the attention of the media and they stay in the media. And but have you, did you watch her trial? Playbook. They did you watch her trial? That is the ultimate goal. Did you watch her trial in Georgia? Did you see her on a stand? Yeah. She does not understand concepts outside of being a media soundbite. That's her power. That's her superpower <laughs> is creating soundbites. But if you ask her to, to form a thoughtful opinion about something oh, and I'm to not... digest something, she has no ability to do it. And uh, she feigns, she feigns like, I, I, I don't know. It, every time they ask her a very specific question, she relied on being dumb. So she I is not, dumb and she uses it as uses it as, as a cover. I am in no way insinuating that she's that's she's a smart person. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to convince you that she's a smart person. I'm just saying that she's doing she's doing a thing to get the results and we're giving her the results that she wants. Whether we think that what she just said was the dumbest thing on earth, we clicked on it. And we think that those clicks don't have any effect, but they really do. Yeah. It increases her popularity whether you think she's dumb or whether you think she's smart or whether you think that she's got her finger on the pulse of what's really happening in America. It enables her. Well, well like Diane Carroll told Kadeem Hardison character in A Different World, I wish they just died. <laughs> just die. <laughs> Me too. Well, listen, to, to wrap it up, um, it's like this, man. These folks know exactly uh, what they're doing. And unfortunately, the media is allowing it. They're, they're, they're hyping it up. They're pushing this agenda, right? And unfortunately, it is stoking a flame somewhere because it is leading to an uptick in ignorance, shootings, these fools, you know, questioning the FBI and all of that. So we tend to look at this shit and kind of laugh and 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 think, how can someone be this fucking stupid to follow this shit? But the numbers don't lie. Like shit is happening because of what their their rhetoric, their rhetoric is. They spit this rhetoric all the time and. They keep saying the same thing over and over. And somewhere it fucking kind of like turns other people on. It, it, it kind of like turns that button on in them to be stupid and do stupid shit. Like go to the FBI and try to run up in there. It's like, I don't, as much as we think it's trivial and stupid, people are actually being affected by this dumb shit, man. What's scary is that not that I think we're going to have a civil war, but we're just going to have a lot of civil unrest. It's going to be a lot of dumb shit happening because of these idiots. Yeah, it's scary. That's that. That's, yeah. that's I think a lot of them the are going to get killed. Oh yeah, because they don't have a plan. Right. They think they have a plan, but you're right. It, hey, there's going to be a lot of silly shit that we got to deal with. Yeah, a lot of right. motherfuckers late to the party. White nationalists keep running up on FBI. Just yeah, keep, keep doing it. Yeah, you might win. Anyway. You'll get them. I like that they go one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> like a what plan I'm, is this? I'm up, Steve. 
I, <laughs> I think I'll be the one to get in this time. I, they won't be. They won't see me coming. Oh my goodness! I'll be the only guy in the parking lot with fucking five guns and and everything strapped to me, with right. fatigues on. Yeah. And going up a, a building full of guns. Right. Great idea. <laughs> right. Like, I, listen, I've seen the Matrix 25 <laughs> times. I know I can do it like Neo. Good um, job, John Wick. Yeah, man. Recording 40. It's your boy, Murder, Death, Kill. You know what I mean, If you like listening to the motherfucking show, son, make sure you subscribe to Code of 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and motherfucking TikTok, son. Moving right along, we often talk about music on this show. A lot of times, you know, we we've uh, grown up. We are hip hop. I mean, our our year we were born in is the year hip hop was born, and we have grown up listening to hip hop all our lives and all types of music. And uh, L posed a question earlier: What is the most important album? I guess a album or a soundtrack. I guess that you would uh, consider for your life, or so. I- I do want to give credit where credit is due. I got this from T.L. Cross, and you guys may know T.L. Cross from Instagram if you follow him. Okay. Uh, he does the Cross Minute, does a lot of great unknown uh, hip-hop facts and connects them to other genres of music and how we mm-hmm. get to hip-hop. So he posed the question, what's the most important album in your life? I've got so many because I think about albums that have gotten me through certain points in my life. And the first one that comes to mind for me is Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life because it was the first album I think I actually delved into, like really listened to the lyrics, really listened to the songs, how it progresses. It's a two uh, disc album, or it was a two disc album at the time. It was actually a two album. Two, yeah, exactly at the time. But the thing is, I listened to it when it was an album, but I didn't really get into it until I got the CDs. And we talked about this. I got the CDs off of uh, Columbia House. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I had my apartment in Nashville, I would just play it. And it really spoke to me in a way that music had not spoke to me prior to that. Right. And there's been other albums that have really kind of moved me where I just am like, this this is my go-to album. But if I'm lost on a, a remote island, and if I have one album that I can have with me, it's Songs in the Key of Life. Hmm. That's what's up. You know, when you... <laughs> When you break it down like that, it's like there there's definitely albums that I remember from childhood that are super memorable. And then there are those albums that you listen to with your headphones mm. in the dark. You're not doing anything else. Mm-hmm. You're not doing homework. You're not writing. You're not reading. You're not, you know, have the TV on in the background. You're just in the music. I don't know. Cause it's not as not as not as important to me now. Like I was, I was thinking like Luther Vandross. I remember Luther Vandross, and I think we talked about Shirley Murdoch last week. Mm-hmm. Shirley Murdoch, as we lay, husband, her voice was so captivating. Like I could listen to those over and over and over again. But the voice voice really resonates with me. But I can't say that this is the album I want to live with for the rest of my life. There's this. Oh. There's, I don't think there's one album. Then I'm saying, that's a wrap. I can have this and nothing else. I want all of it. My most important album would be Low End Theory by Tropical Quest. That album was 
when I became an adult, I was on my own. I was at Central. It was just a different time. Everything smelled different, tasted different, looked different. Everything was just different. And it's such a beautifully made album. And I analyze that album from every beat, rhyme, everything. I listen to that album over and over and over again till the tape pop, nigga. And I put it back together. That album to me was just... It just, it was Queens. It was everything. It was just so fucking dope. And I like Tribe when People's Instinctive Travels, that came out. I was I was a fan then, but it was that, it was just those beats. They were just so melodic and just, it would just put you in a trance. Man, that, that album, man, many a days just smoking and listening to that and just vibing on that fucking album. The beats, everything, the production with that album is just, Low End Theory, man, is, is I'm sorry, is, it, is in the top 20 for me of all albums. I mean, Midnight, Midnight Marauder was dope, but Low End Theory That's was like, mm. Low End Theory to me. And I and I sat there and I analyzed both albums side by side, and then both of them are really flawless albums. But Low End Theory to me was just, it just signified a time and space for me. And to this day, that album brings me back to a time and space. And that's what I love about music is that if you have a song or you're an album that you listen to, it'll bring you back most definitely to a time and place. Yeah. Cause most of our music has stamps on it. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Whether you go with a mob deep track or a Nas or it don't matter. KRS rock Kim. The first time you heard rock Kim, we all have that story. The first time we heard Dougie fresh. And the first time we heard, and with your wrinkled pussy, I can't be your lover. Like, nigga, how many times have we rewind that? Did he say that? Mm. Yeah. Right. So can low I, in theory get, to me was. Can I get five? Can I get five? Five albums? Actually, yeah. before you. No, I'm, I, I, no I'm not giving you five albums. Album, but I, I do. Allow me to do this. I want to reframe the question. If you're teaching a class, mm-hmm. what's the one album that has to be on the syllabus? What's the class I'm teaching? Hip hop. Okay. One album that has to be on the syllabus. Yeah. I mean, it could be others, but I'm just saying, you know, this one album has to be on the syllabus. Oh, Illmatic. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say that. Automatic. I was going to say that. That would have been my second choice. Illmatic. I mean, that would be my first choice probably as a, as a, as an album to teach, but a but, personal album that would have to be low in theory. Yeah. That fucking album. And me and my boy, who's a big De La fan, my man, AD, we go back and forth. Nigga, De La. And I, and I love Dayla. I love, you know, really, there's not a lot of MCs out there who could fuck with Pasta News. And, and, and I'm telling you right there, bar for bar, you fuck with Pasta News. He got that show on Declaration. Look at that song, Declaration, that, that premiered there with him. That shit is ridiculously mm. hot, like fire. Fire. Me, me, if I'm teaching a class, I am rising. This is a, this is a tough one for me. Mm. But I got to think about, again, impact on my life. Criminal Minded has to be on the syllabus. Yeah. Yeah, that shook up the whole entire game. Mm. I'm not going to fight you on that one. <laughs> not at all. I'm not. Because that shook up the entire game. Yeah. But um, but Mixed with reggae. Dun, 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 lyrics. Dun, 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 dun. Paid anthems. Paid, yeah, that was the other one I was thinking. Paid yeah. full. And I was like, all right. The Adventures of Slick Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of heat. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't force yeah. me to choose one. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if you're doing a syllabus, yeah. it's going to be many songs, many yeah. albums. But I'm just saying, one that has to be on the list. Yeah, Illmatic and Painful have to be on that syllabus. 
because like once you teach Illmatic, you have to you have to show Rock him where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then yeah. Yeah. matter of fact, there's um I think I shared it with you guys. Uh one of my boys uh shared m- with me uh Premier's podcast, which is four hours. I still have not made it through mm-hmm. four hours, but he's talking to large professor. Oh wow. And they are making all the connections and name dropping, and it is a true class in hip hop. Nice. So I, I definitely encourage everybody to um listen to it if you get the chance to. It's four hours. Take your time. I'm subscribing right now. Well, you know what? It's uh, about that time for us to wrap it up, put a nice bow on it. Um, that, that went fast. It did. It, it always did. goes fast, right? It always goes fast. But again, uh, as we always uh, close out the show, what did we learn today, fellas? I learned these radicalized white people are going to die <laughs> slowly and quickly, <laughs> one by one. I learned that the FBI has gone pass the fuck around and they're in the find out mode <laughs> you've exited fuck around entering find, find out, out. <laughs> you about to find out yeah um i've learned that there's nothing like music to bring you to a time and place and we all have that one album or several albums because we all can listen we can name a thousand albums but there are those albums that really put us in that time and space man and these white folks are wilding out. It's just crazy, man. I, I didn't I didn't think it would be like this right now. You know, when you think about 2022, when we was younger in the 80s, we thought we would be flying in cars and chilling and then we'd have robots. Nah, we just got crazy ass white folks. Just want to run up on the FBI and shit. Hey, before we go. Yes. One song that you haven't heard in a very long time that you want to recommend people listen to right now. Because I just listened to MC Ultra. Mm. Ultra Magnetic MC. It's such a great beat. MC Ultra. MC. It's such a great beat. Wow. Old joint that I haven't listened to in a long time. I've been listening to a lot of new music lately. Mm. I'm going to have to go with a new joint. So if you guys are not on Tank and the Bangers, they got an album called Red Balloon. And there's a song called Heavy. Ooh, that song is tight. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to go old school. Gangstar, Just to Get a Rap, the long version. Mm. If you haven't heard that in a while, go listen to it again. That song, that beat, dope fucking song. And that's all time, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you listen every Friday, because we come out with an episode every Friday. Make sure you give us a call at 619-940-4040. Leave a message. You can text us. All right? We're not moving anymore. I think they got the picture. The moving companies have stopped fucking with us. Thank you very much. But uh, any last parting words before we get out of here? Who Who is our uh, top downloader? This yeah, time? I was, was going to say, um, yeah. I don't know if I said this. I probably did. But we are uh, hidden in Senegal and we are hidden in uh, Singapore. That's what's up. Don't know how, but <laughs> I am glad that we are. That's amazing. I do want to. Um, wish, oh, I remember. Uh, As Scam Prince, I sent him a link. And he oh, said, did you? Yeah, he said, I'm going to listen. In Singapore? Is that a joke? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the, scam, <laughs> the Scam Prince. Was, he's like, give me $1,000. I said, no, nah, I'm going to send you a link, though. <laughs> what is this link decoding for you? The guy um, funny. Rest in love and in peace to Roger E. Mosley and Olivia Newton John 
who were big pillars in the uh, 80s. I felt those losses. So Nichelle Nichols, uh, Ahura from. Uh, oh, Mich- yes. Nichelle Nichols as well. Staples in our childhood. I also want to uh, before, you know, thanks for remind. Well, you your RIPs reminded me. I want to give a big uh, shout out and rest in peace to Teddy Ray, a comedian friend of mine of Minus Links. I had the pleasure of uh, doing a show with him in Baltimore with Slink. Amazing talent. Amazing fucking talent. 32 years old, gone too soon. I'm not sure what the cause of death is right now, um, but he was 32. Again, brilliant talent, funny as hell, smoke like a chimney. My dude, smoke yours all day. You know, pe- rest in peace to Teddy Ray, man. We, a, a young talent we lost too soon, man. And uh, rest in peace, brother. That's it, man. And uh, that's another episode of Dakota and Forty, y'all. Listen every Friday, baby. Peace. Listen. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Decoding Forty. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.